Dad on Money is presented by the Small Business Accountants and Financial Advisors. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Dad on Money. I'm your host, Stephen Williams, and I'm co-hosted by a rotating cast of my children, each with their own financial goals and situations. Today, I am joined by Alex. Say hi, Alex. Hello, I'm Alex. I am an entrepreneur and a human being. That is, isn't that great? Today we're going to talk about saving for money, specifically as a young person, as a teenager, and and what what you might be saving for, and kind of some tips and tricks for making those savings so that you can purchase eventually what you want. Hey guys, Stephen here, just popping in to remind you that Dad on Money is brought to you by the Small Business Accountants and Small Business Financial Advisors. For all your accounting and financial advising needs, our small business is here to help you. Come and get your personal taxes done and put that refund to good use. Okay, so like I said, we're talking about saving and specifically saving as a young person. Dad, when you talk to a teenager, none of us are teenagers anymore, but we've been there. What kind of what kind of things do you start off with when you're figuring out, you know, maybe what they want to buy or what their financial goals are. Well, the hardest part is to get them to listen to you. (laughs) So once you have them have their attention so that they are listening to you, then you can talk about, you know, their financial goals and what they want to save for. Because everybody's got different, different things, right? Some of you wanted to save for a house right away. Some of you just wanted to spend it all on stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, all right, everybody's different and nobody's the same. And so this is going to be a challenge to help everyone get to the same place. Right. Which is, you know, whatever your goals are. Right. So that's kind of the biggest thing is, is trying to figure out what your goals are. Because some people will have goals and other people just want to live day by day. Right. So how do you, how do you work with that? Cause I guess with, with everybody having a different idea of what their ideal financial situation is, I mean, if, if somebody wants to live paycheck to paycheck, I guess there's not really any, anything you can do about that. Is, is there a way you try and encourage them to maybe take a broader scope and, and save for the future? I know you tried to do that with us. Uh, and I know at least for me, it, it, it didn't work. I was paycheck to paycheck for sure until I was into adulthood. So until now, kind of, yeah, until now, <laughs> what kind of questions do you ask in order to sort that stuff out? Well, really for anybody, it has to be a, they, they have to plan. They have to have some goals. If they don't have any goals or they really don't want to plan for anything, they're not going to save anything. You know, it's just going to be, oh, look at this. I no longer have money for food. What am I going to do? Hey, dad, can I get some food from your fridge? No, you did not plan. Right. Right? It's a matter of you really have to focus and plan and make sure that you're having the money available to offset things that come up whether it's emergency funds for your vehicle to repair it or, you know, if your roommate left you high and dry for rent, um, you know, it's going to be all those types of things that you really have to 
watch out for and be prepared for. Right. And do you want to live with that stress? Right. 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 Okay. So let's take a, let's take a small financial goal, uh, that for me at the time, it was a big financial goal, but I really wanted to get the ultimate collector's edition Lego millennium Falcon. Do you remember that? I do. That was like, that was like my dream purchase. That was my financial goal. I didn't achieve it. Otherwise it would be built and I would, I would see it every single day, but I, I, I didn't, I didn't make it there. Uh, what kind of advice, uh, do you, you know, 15 year old me, 16 year old me when I'm like, yeah, I'm going to save up for the $600 Lego set. What, what kind of advice would you give him? Or did you give him that I clearly didn't listen to? It was, hey, you need a job. You need to get your schooling done. Well, I had I had a job. I had a job at the time. I remember. Yeah. Well, maybe you needed to have more of a job or work more at it or whatever because you obviously weren't making enough money to have the extra I to think, save. I think I was. Because... <laughs> I think it was Subway. Well... <laughs> I think it was... Then what happened to the money? See, that's all up to right, you, right? Right. It's it's what happened to right. the money. So for you, I'm going to turn that back on you. So your financial goal was to get this millennium millennial falcon. Millennium falcon. That? Yeah, the falcon. the falcon. Millennium. So the falcon, you know, have this amazing Lego set that would be the envy of the community. You didn't get there. So why didn't you get there? I just, I think... For me, it was Subway. I would eat a lot of Subway. I remember in high school, I'd go to Subway almost every single day. And I th- I think that's where my money went. So what kind of things? Subway is poison. It is poison. It's not even, it's not even good. Uh, so what, I just offended a lot of people I know, but that's okay. So what, what kind of things would you suggest for keeping your eye on the prize, right? You really want this thing, whatever it is. How do you keep your eye on the prize and and make sure that you're actually working towards that goal instead of getting sidetracked by the fast food or by this other thing that you see that you're like, actually, I want that, right? How, how do you keep your eye on the prize? You have to come up with a plan. So you need to say, okay, this is going to cost me, we'll just say it's 500 bucks. This is going to cost me $500. I want this within a certain time frame. So if you want it within a certain time frame, then you need to save X number of dollars. So say it's five months. So you need to save a hundred bucks a month. So really five months isn't that far off. Can you save a hundred dollars a month? And if you can't save a hundred dollars a month, maybe you can save $50 a month, but that pushes your prize down or doubles it doubles the time to 10 months. You know, in 10 months, are you going to be like, oh, I guess I really didn't need that or want that because obviously you didn't want it. Because if you wanted it that badly, you would have saved for it. You wouldn't have gone to Subway every day for lunch to get your cold cut trio or combo or whatever it's called. When you're making the these decisions, like you really have to put thought into what is it that you definitely want. Yeah, you can't say, you can't say, oh, I want a house and I want a house tomorrow. Well, you haven't planned. You have to lay that out and say, okay, if I need $20,000 to put down for a house and I can save $1,000 a month, well, in 20 months, I can go and buy a house. Is that realistic? Is it not realistic? 
maybe it's only $500. So that's going to be 40 months. You know, that's three and a half years that you're waiting to buy a house. Is that within your realistic realm of understanding that it's going to take that long to buy it? Right. You can't just say, oh, in 12 months, I'm going to buy a house and not do anything about it. Right. Right. You have to have a plan. You have to lay it out. You have to do something about it. Just saying it doesn't do anything. It doesn't help. It doesn't help you do anything because 12 months down the road comes up and guess what? You don't have any money to buy that house. Mm-hmm. So, so you, you really have to plan for it and make sure that you have one, the income coming in to be able to save and two, a realistic time frame. you know? Is it realistic to buy a house in a year when you have zero savings today and you're working a minimum wage job? Probably not. So you have to look at all the factors and go, okay, this is what my paycheck is. Out of my paycheck, I can save 200 bucks a month. $200 a month, you need a $20,000 down payment. I got to wait 100 months in order to buy a house. What's 100 months? That's a long time. That's like eight and a bit years. Are you going to be happy with that? Or are you going to make some changes to what you are spending money on? Or maybe are you going to make changes to what you're making money or how you're making money? Are you going to be like, hmm, I got to get a better job. Can I get a better job? I can't get a better job. I got to go to school. Okay. I'm going to go to school. That'll be four years. So that's still better than eight and a bit. So if I go to school Mm -hmm. and I can get out and make four times what I'm making now, then that means I can save four times the amount or more, because you don't necessarily need to live four times more, right? Or spend four times more. Right, right. So now you've got all this extra money. And so now that could work into the realm of, oh, I could do this in seven years instead of eight and a bit or six or something like that, right? You really have to set yourself up for that stuff. Right. But if you don't plan, it's not going anywhere. Right. Right. Yeah. So you have to first, I mean, be honest with yourself about your goals. Obviously, I didn't want the Millennium Falcon that bad because I I know I could have saved for it. I even made a plan to save for it, but I didn't stick to it because apparently that's, it it wasn't having that long-term goal and getting this Lego set wasn't as important to me as getting Subway, you know, every day of the week. Right. And so I, I, I was making unrealistic aspirations, not because I couldn't do it, but because I didn't really want it enough. It wasn't what I really wanted. So maybe that's the first step is figuring out what do you really want? Is it a house? Is it a car? Is it a property? Is it, is it a Lego set? Whatever it is, figuring out what you really want and then working backwards from there and figuring out how am I going to get there? How much time is this going to take? And, and realistically considering what your options are for getting there. Right. You know, um, an old neighbor of mine, his kids, he said, if you guys save up money for a pool, I'll get you a pool. Like not a built-in, you know, in, in the ground pool, but one of those 
pools that you blow up or what have you, like a big, a good, good size one, you know, three feet deep or whatever. And so these two little kids, they had lemonade stands, they did whatever to save up for this pool because they wanted this pool. And so in that year, they saved up, it was like 400 bucks. So they saved up 400 bucks for this pool and we're like, okay, dad, here's our 400 bucks. We want a pool. So the next spring, he had to move his hot tub, cut out his deck, because he didn't think his kids were going to do it. It's like, who saves at the age of like eight, 400 bucks, right? He had to cut out his deck. He had to like redo his backyard, level out an area for this pool. And this year, the kids had a pool and they've been loving the pool. And it was so worthwhile for them, right? Right. And so they committed to a goal and they achieved that goal. And so you really have to plan on and, and stick to it. And priorities change, right? Right. You know, today I want this, but tomorrow I really don't care about that. I want something else. And so you really have to always reassess your goals as well. You know, like something for a house or a car, that's a pretty big thing that you want to achieve. So you got to plan for that mm-hmm. and make those go- and make those goals. But if it's, you know, a, a big expensive Lego set, do you really want that? Or is it just a really cool thing to have today? And 10 months from now, when it takes you, you know, 10 months to save up the money, you're kind of like, hmm, I guess I really didn't want that. Right. But you got 500 bucks now saved. Right, exactly. For your house. And 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 that's why I would almost recommend, uh, this, this is my own opinion and, and thought about it, is wait a little bit longer. If it's not an urgent purchase, if it's not something you need to get right away, don't say, okay, I have the money in the bank account and then go and spend it. Say, okay, I'm going to, you know, save up a little bit more, give it some time and, and really mull over it. Or even say, okay, I'm going to put, $100 away a month, but $50 of that will go towards the Lego set, right? So that you're you're not just saving for this specific goal, but you might also be saving for things further down the line. Or down the line, if you have car repairs, you have that little extra money in, in your pocket uh, as well. Yeah, there's things that are going to come up that sadly you'll be happy that you have that money, mm-hmm. but even though it was earmarked for something else. And it'll be like, ugh, I guess that whatever it is is going to take a little bit longer to get to because you're going to have those emergencies that come up. You got to fly to a different city because you don't live in the same city as your parents and one of your parents passed away and, you know, now you got to fly there and you got to come up with that money. Where's that money coming from? Mm-hmm. Right. Because parents aren't independently wealthy as most kids think. How many times have you heard money doesn't grow on trees? I've heard that a lot. <laughs> or let's go out to the backyard to get the, the money off the, the tree. The money off the tree. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I, I think that's why it's, it's a great idea to make sure that you have additional savings, that you're not just saving for a specific goal and that you, you know, maybe if you have $500 saved up and you didn't have it planned for anything, but then you see the Lego set. And you say, well, I have 500 bucks and then, and then blow it. But now you have $0, right? So taking that extra time to, to consider it. But also think about those types of things because look at you with your future goals because mm-hmm. those have changed. Right. 
So with your future goals, you don't want anything. Right. You don't want to have to move stuff around. Right. Right? Right. So, you know, if you're looking at that going, oh, I want to... I want to move all this stuff around. Mm-hmm. You go, no, I don't want to have any of this stuff because I want to move around a lot. Right, right, exactly. Because I like traveling, because I like going places. And next year, as things open up more, I'll be living on the road. It helps to not have things. It, it, it's in line with my goals to not blow cash on things as nice as, you know, that Lego set is is still nice. Yeah. <laughs> still be fun. But uh, but you have to really consider your lifestyle, your future plans, your ideals, all of that stuff when you're saving, when you're planning to save or, or thinking about saving for something specific. Things creep up. You're, you're never going to be able to plan for everything. And so the best plan is just to always save something, anything, whatever it is. Um, start early. And get in that habit of saving, and uh, you'll be okay. Fantastic. Well, take us away. Thanks for listening to Dad on Money. I'm Stephen Williams, and you can find me at thesmallbusinessaccountants.ca. And I'm Alex Williams, and you can find me at mechoradio.com. That's M-E-C-H-O radio.com. Dad on Money is produced by Mecco Radio. Of course, we are sponsored by the Small Business Accountants and Financial Advisors. The music in this episode is by Ian Post, and this episode was hosted by myself, Alex Williams, and by my dad, Stephen Williams. And it was edited and produced by me as well. Thanks for listening.